What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to WTF Wednesday. Now, on this segment, we are going to be talking about today a app called Better Me. Now, Better Me is a fitness app that is cool in the fact that it will give you workouts. It allows you to track your calories. It's basically like a one-stop shop. Everything can be within that app on your weight loss goal, which is cool. It's very convenient. It's relatively low cost. It's $9.99 per week or $30 for the year. And I first learned about this app from three of my clients within my Lift, Nourish, and Thrive one-on-one coaching program. Now, this is an app that they utilized. They sought progress with at first, and then their progress came to a halt. Um, And the reason why that is, and this is where we're going to get into the questioning and the debunking a little bit, is because when you download this app, it um, asks you a series of questions. It asks you, what area of your body are you looking to improve? What's your activity level? What are your diet preferences, right? Maybe do you do keto? Are you vegan? Do you not care? Um, It asks you how many days per week and what types of workouts that you're doing. It asks you your age. It asks you your height. Um, Believe that's everything. Um, When you put in this information, it then gives you information back. Oh, it also asks you what your goal weight is. So for the nature of this segment, I put in all of my information and my age, my height, my weight, right? Everything that um, it needed. And it gave me back that I needed to eat 1,700 calories per day in order to lose about 17 pounds to get down to my goal weight. So just for the nature of the app, I put in that I weighed 155 pounds, which I do. I put in that my goal weight was 138 pounds and it gave me back that I would need to eat diet on 1,700 calories per day in order to lose that weight. Um, It did not give me an example of a personalized workout program because I had to pay for it and obviously I didn't wanna do that. Um, But the fact that it spit back at me that I needed to eat 1,700 calories per day without taking into account my dieting history or really analyzing my activity level because you couldn't really specifically put in how intense the exercise was. It it was like, trust me, I'm in shape or something like that, I believe. Um, And that was a big red flag to me because the fact that I maintain my body weight at about about 2,200 to 2,300 calories per day, and then it's telling me to go eat 1,700 calories per day. If I was to eat that, I would be a miserable human being. I would have no energy off the bat, um, I would not be able to sustain that huge, huge calorie cut. Um, On average, everybody, when you understand how many calories per day in order to lose weight that you need, and then you decide that you're going to reduce calories, right? You don't need to make such a drastic cut. I believe it's anywhere between like 200 to 300 calories. It's like a small window to, to aim for. Um, and that would have just been miserable. So that was a that was a huge red flag. It also um, asked me areas of my body that I wanted to improve upon. And now while this is completely normal, if you were on a weight loss goal, you might have some type of aesthetic goal in mind on an area of your body that you're looking to improve upon. And that is okay. That is totally okay. But as I kind of got a little bit more familiar with the types of workouts that they did do just from doing some more research, Um, 
I came across a picture of if you want toned breasts, do this workout. If you want a flat stomach, do this workout. If you want uh, toned arms, do this workout. And now none of these workouts, right? One, they were all body weight. So after a while, body weight exercises become very, very hard to overload with. So that's the first red flag. But how are you telling me that you are going to be able to allow me to have, quote, toned breasts without any type of strength training? There was no upper body exercises in there in order to improve my upper body. Now, if you are looking to, quote, tone your breasts, first, please understand that, one, toning is building muscle. Your boobs are fat. In order to lose fat from a given area of your body, right, you have to lose overall body fat in that area. So it didn't even have any type of upper body exercises. Like if it would have had like a chest press, I would have been like, okay, kinda, right? I would have cut it some slack. But, you know, utilizing that word tone, tone is building muscle, using that term flat stomach and just, you know, saying do sit-ups, do crunches, do planks, that's not going to give you a flat stomach. What's going to allow you to lose body fat in your stomach area is just that, losing body fat in your stomach area, not by doing 50 sit-ups, okay? If you want toned arms, right? Um, once again, there wasn't any even upper body exercises listed. So it's like, it just, it just boggled my mind how this was getting marketed as do this workout for this area and all of these factors are left out. And I share this with you guys because I want you to be an educated consumer. I don't want you to waste your $30 for the year or your $10 a week um, in order to purchase this app when there's so many missing factors within it that's going to actually help you progress. There's so many different factors that go into giving somebody their calorie amount, giving somebody a workout plan, understanding someone's physical activity or their dieting history, right? There's so many different factors that go into that. And when that's not understood, that's not going to give you the progress that you want. And I've been there and I used to download apps like this and purchase apps like this way back in the day. And I was always left wondering like, why aren't I really seeing the progress that I want? Why can't I really keep it? Okay, now what? Like it's my, my progress has kind of come to a halt. And that is what so many women that have worked with me are, are claiming too. Um, so I'm not bashing the app. I'm just saying being be an educated consumer. I want you to do physical activity that you enjoy, that is sustainable for you, but I just want you to be an educated consumer and I want you to understand false versus fact so that you can make the progress that you deserve so that you don't have to feel like you're always starting over so you can be happy with your body and confident right so that you can wake up every day and not pick your body apart and i don't want you to have to fall victim to these certain gimmicks any longer so that you're always just left right where you left off you deserve more than that. And that's why I'm very passionate about this segment because I wish that there was a resource back in the day when I was struggling with this to help me through it. And I didn't know any better and I want you to know better. And that is why this is a segment of my podcast. So if you have any questions at all in regards to what I talked about, 
with this segment today, please DM me on Instagram. Please let me know what you thought. Please let me know if you have any specific questions, maybe on something that you're currently doing and you want to know if if it's going to continue to be effective for you or not. I'd love to help you out in any way that I can. And in today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about how to stop comparing yourself to other women on your weight loss goal, something that hits me really deep in the feels, something that I know that you're struggling with, something that I know you're too embarrassed to share that you're struggling with, and something that we are going to work on today in order to help you stop feeling like you're not good enough, like you're not pretty enough, like you're not fit enough every single time that you walk into the gym. This is the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Julia Feliciano. I'm a health and fitness coach and entrepreneur who's passionate to help you find balance on your fitness journey so that you can stop falling off track on your weight loss goal stemmed from my own eating disorder triggered by myths in the health and fitness industry. You know, things like don't eat past 7 p.m., carbs are going to make you fat, and you must slave away on an elliptical to lose weight. In this podcast, I debunk fitness and nutrition myths with both brains and sass so that you can finally have a sustainable relationship with fitness, so that you can finally lose weight and keep it off, so that you can stop freaking out if your chicken is fried or grilled and stop saying no to social events because you're on a diet, so that you can finally see the beauty in your physical strength through lifting, so that you can finally have the confidence in your life to be the woman that you really want to be. Now let's get into today's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. How are you all doing today? It is Monday. It is the day that I record my podcast episodes, and I've really come to like Monday morning because I have this routine that I get into before I start recording, and it feels good just to kind of zen out a little bit have this conversation with you guys, educate you, see what it is that all of you need help with and discuss how I can help you. And it's just a, it's a cool, it's a cool morning. And now thought of the day, something that I want to share with you before getting into today's podcast episode is making sure that your cup is filled before trying to fill the cup of others, okay? So, or pouring from an empty cup. Now, this is something that I've talked about before, but last week I had a huge realization about this. And now you all know that I struggle with feeling like I have to be superwoman. Um, Clean the house, make the food, go to the gym, go to work, make money, do this, do that, whatever, right? All of the things. And I've realized that it comes back to wanting some type of external validation from the person in my life or the people around me that I care about. It goes way back deep into my childhood. Um, And that's okay. I feel like a lot of the times when we bring these things up, um, it comes to be negative and people feel embarrassed about it. And when when your childhood gets brought up, it's like, oh, oh my God, like you're uncovering all these wounds and now you're going to be vulnerable. And I had a really hard time with this concept at first was realizing that the reason why I struggle with this is because growing up, I was the youngest child. I always felt different. 
I always felt not smart enough and not good enough. And I grew up in a beautiful family with loving, adoring, supportive parents with siblings who I looked up to. But so much of that came with so much internal pressure that I put on myself from an early age to be different than them and to make sure that I was just as good as my sister or my brothers. And it's a, it's a deep wound. I shouldn't call it a wound. Um, it's a deep part of my life that I am now realizing has molded me into the way that I am and that that is okay. So I want to give you permission to understand that if you are feeling like something is going way back into your life, that it's okay to talk about, it's okay to recognize, it's okay to admit to, it doesn't make you less of a person, but that it's okay. So last week I had this realization. I was feeling like I have to cook, I have to clean, I have to go do this, I have to go do that, I have to go to the gym, right? All of these different things. And I was coming off of a really cool business opportunity that just came up for me. So I was feeling just, you know, really confident. I was feeling successful because the meeting turned out to be something that I did not expect to happen, but it's it's going to be really, really awesome in the long run. But anyway, I was coming out of that and towards the middle of the day, I started to feel tired. I started to feel like, okay, I need to like sit down. I need to veg out for a little bit you know, maybe lay down, just watch some YouTube videos, just just relax. Um, and I asked myself, I said, I know because what I was thinking about doing during this time was something for my husband um, and for us to help us. And I sat there and I said, yes, we might need that right now. Yes, that might help us right now. But in order for me to help us, I have to be the best version of myself possible. And now my husband does not need a stressed out, frantic, uh, overwhelmed wife when he gets home later, right? He needs me to be calm. I need me to be calm. He needs me to be relaxed. More importantly, I need myself to be relaxed, right? So I realized that in order for me to be those things for him, I had to step back and realized that in order to be those things, I had to step back from being superwoman and step back into being the woman that he also needs, which is calm, which is relaxed, which is not overwhelmed, which is not superwoman in that moment, right? And it wasn't just about what he needed. I realized it also within myself. I said, yeah, he needs that, but I need that too. So I can show up in all of the areas of my life for the rest of the day today that I need to be the best version of myself for. And when you are that self-aware and when you are able to put that superwoman mentality aside, right, you're going to not feel so overwhelmed. You're going to feel more supported. You're going to feel more relaxed, right? So what's one thing that you can do today to fill your cup? And it does not have to be a huge thing. It doesn't have to be going to the gym. It doesn't have to be cooking something for your family. Whatever, whatever it is. What's something that you can do in order to fill your cup? Maybe it's going to lay down for five minutes, right? What can you do today in order to be relaxed, in order to be calm, and in order for you to have more patience possibly in your life for all of the people within it? 
because you're calm, because you're not overwhelmed. And that's what I want to sit there and I want to ask you before we get into today's podcast episode. So we are going to be talking about how to stop comparing yourself to other women on your weight loss goal. So it's everywhere. It's something that I really used to struggle with. It's something that so many of my clients struggle with. And it's, okay, you wake up, you put your gym clothes on, you maybe have something to eat, you have a cup of coffee, and you start heading to the gym, right? You're feeling awesome. It's Monday, you're feeling great, right? Maybe you had a great weekend where you didn't beat yourself up for eating, Maybe the scale is a bit lower or you're feeling good in your clothes, right? You're feeling good. You get to the gym and you start looking around and you see all of these women. Wow, she's so fit. She's so strong. Wow, her clothes are so nice. Wow, she looks like she has it all together. Wow, she's lost so much weight. And you sit there and you compare yourself to any woman that you see, and then you start saying things about yourself. Wow, I don't have really nice leggings like that. Wow, I haven't lost as much weight as fast as her. Wow, I'm squatting 75 pounds and she's squatting 135 pounds. Wow, she looks like she's burning 20 calories on the bike. I only burned 10. And you get stuck in that, wow, look at what she's doing and then look what I'm not doing. And you're sitting there and that self-judgment that you don't even realize is, you know, coming up is starting to make you feel like shit. You don't want to be at the gym anymore. You want to just go home, hide away in your baggiest clothes. You want to give up on your weight loss goal. Maybe you want to go cope with food. Right? This is something that I really, really used to struggle with. When I was powerlifting and when I didn't feel significant in my lifts that day, so when I was squatting 95 pounds and I would then go scroll on Instagram and I'd see so-and-so squatting 350 pounds, right? I felt really bad about myself. I thought, well, why is she doing that and I can't? So I would then go cope with food, right? And maybe you do that too. And the reason why we're doing that is because we're so fixated on somebody else rather than focusing on what we need in that moment. And I want you to remember this. Everyone's weight loss journey is so, so different from one another. Sure, we might have some certain things in common. We might have a common goal. Maybe we're doing some of the same exercises or the same type of cardio. But everyone's weight loss goal needs to be in the forefront of their mind is theirs and everyone's journey is so so different so comparing yourself to other women is only doing you a huge disservice instead of walking in and stepping into the woman that you really want to be the woman who is showing up in the gym to improve her health improve her confidence improve her energy levels to feel better about herself, that's the woman that you're stepping into the gym to become and that's the woman that you need to step into the gym and act like. And that's hard and that's where it's that inner confidence that you have to remember and that you have to believe. 
And you can't be afraid of what you look like. You can't be afraid that you're going to look stupid because you might look stupid. You might look like you don't know what you're doing, but that's okay. That's part of your journey. And a little example of this, the other day at jujitsu, I was feeling kind of intimidated because the jujitsu teacher came and he saw me perform the move on my partner when we were drilling. And I knew he was standing next to me and I felt intimidated. But I also told myself, Julie, you've done this move over and over again. You understand it. Just because he's there doesn't make it any different. And I had to step into that confidence that I felt. And guess what happened? I did the move. I was successful at it. He said, Julia, good job. And he walked away. And that's it. And even if he said, Julia, shitty job, I would have asked, okay, what did I do wrong? And I would have tried to change it. I would have listened, right? So what I'm trying to tell you with sharing that example with you is step into the feelings that you want to feel and then act on them. So if you want to continue to feel like you're beating yourself up and that you're comparing yourself to other women, right? And you want to just, you know, tuck your head down and hide away in the corner of the gym. That's what you're going to continue to step into. And that's going to be what you always do. But when you step into that woman who isn't scared, who isn't afraid of what people are going to think, who's only focusing on herself because she's there for herself, right? That's where you're going to have the success. And it sounds so easy. It's much easier said than done. But I know what it's like to walk into a gym and compare myself to every other woman that I see, right? If a girl walked in who was prettier than me, feeling intimidated by her, feeling like, oh, like, what if, what if Darren thinks she's pretty? No joke. Five years ago, that's what I used to think. What if he leaves me? (laughs) All of these crazy things. And our mind sometimes is just such a liar. And it says those things to try to keep us safe. And what's helped me further overcome this is realizing when I'm having those thoughts, saying, it's okay, you're safe, relax. So if I'm feeling anxious, if I'm feeling scared, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, stepping back and saying, you are safe. And I want you to try that. And I know that it's not easy. And I know that you want to hide away. And I know that you're really self-conscious about your body right now. And that you're not sharing it with anyone. And that you're trying to look like everything is just amazing. You're sharing all of your healthy meals on Instagram. You're sharing how many calories you burned. You're sharing the lower number on the scale. You're sharing the selfies of you looking beautiful. We don't want to show that we're struggling when we have these types of struggles. We want to act like we are that fit girl, that we have it all together, that we don't mess up, that we don't eat a cookie. (laughs) That's who we want to show up as. Because we want to come off as being motivating. We want other people to to say, you're so motivating. But when you're hiding behind those things, right? That is where you're always just going to continue to struggle. And part of your weight loss journey, you're going to have struggles. It comes off as being so easy because we see so many women just losing weight so quickly. 
That's why I always felt like, what am I doing wrong when everyone else just looks like they're doing it right? Right? But it's not easy and you're going to have fuck-ups. You're going to go a week where you're going to eat more. Something I wish I knew. You're going to go a week where you don't want to go to the gym or your motivation feels low. You're going to have a week where you skip the gym altogether. Right? But what matters is in that moment, like I said, stepping into becoming that person that you want to be. Do you want to be that person hiding away in the corner in the baggiest clothes that you own because you don't want to be seen? Right? Do you want to be that woman who's always looking at other women, not feeling good enough about yourself? And then going home and and judging yourself for it and binge eating? No, you don't want to become that. You don't want to be that anymore. And I know how it feels. So the number one thing I want you to take away from this podcast episode today, I want you to write it down. I want you to put it as the background on your phone so you see it every day. I want you to remind yourself that everyone's weight loss journey is different. And that you cannot compare yourself to another woman. Because that's doing nothing for you. You can't compare your chapter 1 to her chapter 3 or her chapter 5 or her chapter 10. Because everybody has a day 1. And I want you to remember that it's not going to be easy doing all of these things. And it's not going to be worth it. or it's it, But it's going to be worth it, I should say. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And these are the reasons, all of these reasons that I said are the reasons that you're struggling with your body and that you're struggling to lose weight. It's not because you're not eating enough protein, maybe, right? Maybe it's a small fact. It's not the fact that you are not following a structured program. Once again, it might be a small, almost a component, right? But it's these mindset shifts that needs to happen in order for you to lose the weight that you want and to stop struggling so much with your body and your confidence and binge eating and your restrictive eating. These are the things that you need to tackle. And I know it's really uncomfortable to feel. So sit there and ask yourself, what am I struggling with? Why am I struggling with it? What am I doing To help me not struggle with it. Write it down. Reflect on it. Ask for help. We're afraid to ask for help with things like this. Because like I said earlier, we want to be that woman who has it all together. We want to be superwoman. And it's okay to not be superwoman. It's okay to not have a prepped meal of chicken and a vegetable and a carb. It's okay to have a slice of pizza if you're looking to lose weight. No one is judging you for it. And if they are judging you for it, then they need to just literally go get a life. (laughs) Like, go focus on something more important. Go, Go focus on something about yourself. Right? So, it's okay to ask for help. You're not in it alone. You don't have to feel like you're in it alone. You don't have to be that motivational girl on Instagram every single day. You have to be realistic because when you're realistic with what's actually going on in your life, that realism is going to help another woman out there 
And it's only going to help you move the needle forward in being successful with your weight loss goal. And I wasn't that long ago that I was in your shoes. I know I'm talking about it from another side of you. But I want you all to know that even though I'm coming from a place of almost like overcoming certain things, that I still have my shit. There are days where I don't want to post, where I don't want to do a podcast, where I don't want to just eat something healthy, right? There are days where I just want to sleep. There are days where I look in the mirror, I had it the other day, and I was like, what the hell is that going on in the back of my arm? Like, ew, literally had that thought, right? So I still struggle too. We're all human, and it's okay to admit that we are human, Before I get off this podcast episode today, there's one thing I want to share with you. The women that you are comparing yourself to, who are they? So back in the day, the women that I compared myself to were figure competitors, bikini competitors, right? And they just always were advocating the eat clean type of mentality, the fasted cardio mentality, the... Um, Nike shorts clothing, right? Uh, the six-pack abs, the, the really toned arms. And they were beautiful, right? They were muscular. And I wanted to look like that too. But then what I didn't realize was that these women trained in the way that they did in order to be successful in their competition. They weren't just a general weight loss population type person like you are, like I am, right? They were athletes. So who are you comparing yourself to? And be realistic, right? Are you comparing yourself to all these Fitzbo bikini competitor type of women? And if you are, not that that's a bad thing, but just be realistic and understand that that is for their sport. You don't have to do what they are doing. You can do what they're doing. You can eat how they're eating and you will still never look like her because everyone's journey is different. So be realistic with who you are comparing yourself to, right? And don't compare yourself to other women. Compare yourself to the woman that you were yesterday and compare yourself to the woman that you want to step into. That's the only thing you should focus on, on your weight loss goal. I would have saved so much time and so much frustration realizing that way earlier on because I would save all these pictures of these women on my Pinterest board thinking that that was going to motivate me to wake up and go to the gym and eat clean. And did it? No. It, all it did was make me feel worse about myself during that time of my life. Okay, so really, really passionate episode, but I want you to be able to learn something from it. I want you to be able to share it with other women in your life who you feel need to hear the message. I want you to use it today to help you become the woman that you really want to be. And I want to give you that hope that it's possible. So if this podcast episode resonated with you, let me know, share it with me on Instagram. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a good day. 
Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast episode of the Lift, Nourish, and Thrive podcast. It would mean so much for me for you to leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes. Share a review. Let me know what your biggest takeaways from today's episode are. Share with me what it is that you have learned from tuning into the podcast weekly on Wednesdays when new episodes are released. When you leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes, it allows for the podcast to be seen. And when the podcast is seen, we are able to help even more women out there understand what Lift, Nourish, and Thrive is all about. And we are able to continue to further change the lives of so many women out there. So thank you so much for tuning into the episodes, and I will see you guys next week.